listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. church are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement then welcome to cornerstone apostolic church where you'll find a safe place for you and your family a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of god's word is anointed and fulfilling no matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the lord you'll find what you're looking for at cornerstone apostolic church On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to q95fm.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's q95fm.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast. The Phelps campus at CAC Phelps. The Pikeville campus at Pike UPC. And you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. 
Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Also, if you'd like to receive text and updates from this broadcast, very easy, very simple. All you got to do is go to your phone and text at CAC Daily to the number 81010, and then you'll be put on a list. And when we have a cancellation, rescheduling, technical technical difficulties, something happens, we can't get on the air, we'll send you a text, let you know what's going on so you can be in the know. That's right, in the know. And it is uh, Tuesday. That's right, it's a Tuesday, going to be Tuesday all day long. Looks like it's about 33 degrees outside my window pane. And uh, let's just see what else the weather's got in store. I know that it's going to be a high of around 50 today. That's right, 50 degrees. And it's becoming cloudy with a couple of showers this afternoon. So rain is on its way. And then on Wednesday, little to no accumulation. It started out one to three inches. And then it started out just a little bit more. Well, actually, at the very beginning, it was a little bit more, and then one to three inches up all day yesterday, and then last night it decided to change, so little to no accumulation. So I wouldn't worry about it, and uh, 41 for the high tomorrow, and then jumping back up to 53 on Thursday. But it's just going to be a roller coaster, 53, then down to 49, then 57 on Saturday. And look at there on Sunday, 58 degrees. We'll take all that. Absolutely, we'll take all that on the last of January. It is January 30th, you know. And by the way, I'd like to wish a happy birthday to my middle granddaughter, Angel Gross, happy birthday. Love my angel baby. And uh, she uh, has graduated from college, going to be a school teacher. And uh, so we're just very proud of her accomplishments. And uh, so happy birthday, angel gross. And we'll mention the birthdays here in a minute, but uh, we're going to look at uh, the weather uh, considering everything that's, uh, you know, kind of heading our way. Right here's where we're located at. And, of course, you can see that uh, coming our way from kind of the west and the north uh, is this band of rain. Uh, just going to be rain and then tonight turn into just flurries, little to no accumulation which means if we get a dusting out of it, it will surprise me. So that's what it looks like on the radar map. And we're just glad that you've joined us today and hope that you will stick around. Uh, we got some great stuff lined up for you. Uh, we want to get all of our announcements in so that you know what's going on at CAC and get right into the... Uh, Thick of things is what we used to say growing up. Get right into the thick of things. Uh, we want to remember this Friday night, February the 2nd, 7.30 p.m., Section 3 Rally, Grayson, UPC, Grayson, Kentucky. Hot Chocolate Sunday is again this Sunday. They had such a great turnout and great 
response last Sunday. They're going to have it again this Sunday, February the 4th after church. Sugar-free choices will be available. And free hot chocolate bomb for everyone to take home. Also, men's meeting, first Monday of the month. And we want to always remember that. That's coming up this Monday. That'll be February the 5th at 6 p.m. KYC this year, Friday and Saturday, February the 16th, 17th, Northeast Christian Church, Lexington, Kentucky. Speaker Josh Carson. Section 3 Conference, February the 22nd and 23rd. And then uh, we want to remember our prayer requests. And as you see all of those scroll on the screen, I'll just mention the last few. Let's remember the family of Kathleen Tackett, and I'll mention uh, something about that. Uh, we will be uh, speaking in her funeral services uh, tonight. That's at uh, Lucas and and Son uh, Funeral Home, and that's at the top of 23 there before you top over the hill. So uh, uh, we'll need uh, to take some folks with us to be a blessing to this family, so uh, the family of Kathleen Tackett, let's remember her. I'll be speaking tonight, and let's just ask the Lord to move in a mighty way to be a blessing and a comfort to this family. Also, let's remember Chris Justice, Betty Marie McClanahan, Mark Smith, Selena Bryant, and Kenya Bryant. Let's remember all of these in prayer. And if you have a prayer request, you can put them in the comment section, the chat room. You can put them uh, in an email and send to us, or you can simply call in 606-282-4108. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open today's broadcast. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. Thank you, Lord, for this platform that we can use to reach the world with your word, fellowship with your people all across the U.S. and around the world. I pray, Lord, that you would bless each and every one on our prayer list today, whatever needs they have. I pray that you would touch my oldest brother, Lord, with healing in his body. I pray also, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one that is in need. I pray that you would bring comfort to the Kathleen Tackett family. And, Lord, I pray that you would get all the glory and all the honor. And, Lord, we're going to always praise you for everything you do. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, uh, I tell you, we uh, had the threat of snow th one to three inches, and now it's just little to no accumulation, and we're glad about that because tonight uh, I will be going over, and uh, we may need uh, some singers and, and things like that to be a comfort to this family. So I'll find out a little bit more today and let you know. And uh, then uh, tomorrow is the funeral for Kathleen. So uh, that weather change clears up uh, any uh, slick roads or anything like that that would be uh, part of that. So uh, we are certainly glad uh, that uh, the weather has changed. Well, let's see what else we got going on here in this AM on this 30th day, again, my middle granddaughter's celebrating her birthday today, so happy birthday. We call her Sissy. Her name is Angel, so uh, happy birthday, Angel. And uh, she's going to be a school teacher 
already graduated from college, done her student teaching, and uh, getting ready to to work on getting a job at the right place and the right grade level. And so uh, all of that now is just around the corner for her. And uh, it's just going to be a great uh, a great thing to watch her career start off. She's following in the footsteps of her grand, who was a school teacher. So my wife, by the way. So uh, she is uh, following in the footsteps of her grand. And uh, that is just an amazing thing uh, that she will uh, be a blessing to all those little kids. I remember, and she probably don't want me to tell this, but I remember when uh, I would take her to school every morning. That's uh, the way things were. I'd go pick them up and take them to school, and then my wife would bring them home from school, and we did that up until the oldest one was probably 14, uh, 15 years old. And uh, so, uh, you know, practically we we uh, had them at our house just about all the time. And uh, but I would take her to school and she would cry just every day. She would cry. She'd want to go back home. She didn't want to go to school. And uh, so uh, one day she looked at me and uh, she said, uh, she was screaming with her little arms out, and, and she said, Papa, don't leave me. Oh, it just broke my heart and tore my heart out, and I told my daughter at that time, I said, uh, y'all going to have to take her to school. I, I can't handle emotionally uh, her crying like that and, and just saying, Papa, don't leave me. So um, you know how it is if you got grandkids and uh, you know, they're hurting or they're crying and, and, uh, you're, you're literally told to go on. They'll be fine. Uh, I remember the teacher saying, go on, go on. She'll be fine. She quits crying immediately after you leave. And I thought, well, that might uh, be true, but still, uh, my heart is, uh, broken. So, so I told my daughter, you're going to have to start taking her, but, uh, that was a, just a great uh, experience. I ate Slurpee turkey with them, you know, in the lunchroom. They'd have special grandparents' day, and I'd go down and eat with them. Um, every Christmas program they had, every awards banquet they had, I mean, we was right there for everything in all three of our granddaughters' lives. And uh, so happy birthday to Sissy. Just giving you a little insight into our life. And, uh, so I appreciate, uh, my granddaughters appreciate my daughter, my son-in-law and all that, uh, all that, uh, you know, shaped sissy's education because, uh, I remember <laughs> I'd have to sit and read with her while my wife fixed supper, uh, for everybody. So I'd be sitting there and, and she wouldn't want to read. She didn't want to lay down. She says, I'm tired. And I'd say, no, you got to read, you got to read. And, and uh, so, yeah, all of that pushing her paid off. She's going to be a school teacher now. And I thought it's ironic that someone who cried every day, didn't want to go to school, is now going to spend her career in a school. <laughs> so happy birthday, sissy. Well, let's see if we can't jump right in and get our uh, broadcast started. We got our birthdays. Uh, let's scroll them up the screen because, after all, uh, We'd like to not only wish my granddaughter happy birthday, 
but uh, we'd like to wish everybody on the list. And if today is your birthday, you can put it in the chat room, comment section, and we'll try our best to pick it up and make an announcement uh, throughout the broadcast. It'd be better if you put it in the chat room because the comment sections, I don't get to check Facebook that often, especially while the broadcast is going. Rakesha Ellis, happy birthday, 48 years old today. Nancy Oster, 54 years old today, happy birthday. Leanne Deloach, 34 years old, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Edna Justice, Teresa Coleman, Christy Sisko, and my middle granddaughter, Angel L. Gross. Happy birthday to each and every one of you from all of us right here at CAC Daily iCast. First Chronicles chapter 18. Now after this it came to pass that David smote the Philistines and subdued them and took Gath and her towns out of the hands of the Philistines. And he smote Moab, and the Moabites became David's servants and brought gifts. And David smote Hadarezer, king of Zobah, unto Hamath, as he went to establish his dominion by the river Euphrates. And David took from him a thousand chariots, and seven thousand horsemen, and twenty thousand footmen. David also hawked all the chariot horses, but reserved of them an hundred chariots. And when the Syrians of Damascus came to help Hadarezer, king of Zobah, David slew of the Syrians two and twenty thousand men. Then David put garrisons in Syria Damascus, and the Syrians became David's servants and brought gifts. Thus the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. And David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadarezer and brought them to Jerusalem. Likewise, from Tibheth and from Kun, cities of Hadarezer, brought David very much brass, wherewith Solomon made the brazen sea and the pillars and the vessels of brass. Now when Tohu, king of Hamath, heard how David had smitten all the hosts of Hadarezer, king of Zobah, he sent Hadoram his son to king David to inquire of his welfare and to congratulate him because he had fought against Hadarezer and smitten him. For Hadarezer had war with Tohu and with him all manner of vessels of gold and silver and brass. Them also King David dedicated unto the Lord, with the silver and the gold that he brought from all these nations, from Edom and from Moab, and from the children of Ammon, and from the Philistines, and from Amalek. Moreover, Abishai the son of Zeruiah slew of the Edomites in the valley of Salt eighteen thousand, and he put garrisons in Edom, and all the Edomites became David's servants. Thus the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. So David reigned over all Israel and executed judgment and justice among all his people. And Joab the son of Zeruiah was over the host, and Jehoshaphat the son of Ahilud, recorder. And Zadok the son of Ahitub and Abimelech the son of Abiathar were the priests, and Shavshah was scribe. And Benaiah the son of Jehoiada was over the Carathites and the Pelathites, and the sons of David were chief about the king. We are reading 
Testament, and once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to just continue right through to the New Testament. And um, we uh, are going to try our best this year uh, to do some new things. I want to do some little interviews and have some guests on the program this year. I know we tried to do that last year and did not get that accomplished, but uh, we're hoping to do that this year so that we can kind of change up a little bit of the format. And uh, we just got about 30 minutes at the beginning of the broadcast up to our teaching session to do all of that. But uh, we like to just kind of talk about the day, uh, the things that's went on, and uh, things that's happening uh, politically, globally. Uh, You know, some people say, well, why do you want to talk about politics Uh, If you're studying with us in the book of Revelation, you're understanding why the Antichrist and the the false prophet and the beast is all about the economy, the politics, and the religion. That's right. So we hope you're getting all that as we are studying through Revelation. Well, let's see if we can't do a little something that we like to do. If you got a minute, then you got time. For 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 15 and 16 says, I beseech you, brethren, ye know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints that ye submit yourselves unto such and to everyone that helpeth with us and laboreth. The church in Achaia addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints, and then Paul instructs us to submit ourselves to those like the saints in Achaia. Addiction is a powerful thing. In the world, if you hang out with people who are addicted to alcohol or drugs, you are more likely to become addicted to those things yourself. And if you hang out with people in the church who are addicted to the work of the Lord, you are more likely to become addicted to those things. Are you addicted? Um, One of the, you got a minute, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. If if I had thought about it, I could have mentioned that uh, we preached just this past weekend in Charleston, West Virginia, uh, Keystone Apostolic Church, and um, we got to uh, speak to the recovery uh, folks uh, who are recovering from addictions and things like that. So uh, we got to speak to them two services, and uh, we we just had a great time. And uh, people came to the altar, three got baptized, uh, they're dedicating their life to a life of sobriety and all of that. And so it's just, it was just such a great thing to hear their testimonies. And they would ask how many's been clean for a month or how many's been clean for six months and uh, years or whatever it is. And uh, they would stand up and it's just awesome to watch as they uh, uh, show they're, they're coming out of this, and, and the church is there to help them on the journey. So uh, I'm glad we got the Lord on our side, and I'm glad that we can have that help that we need. And if I'm going to be addicted to anything, like 60 seconds with a pastor, I'm going to be addicted to the Word and the ministry of 
the Saints. Well, let's see if we can't throw this in. This is our trivia question. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. Radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the List Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world, that's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those camel... Uh, Cable channels, not camel channels, but cable channels or satellite service. You can still watch Sunday mornings at 2 on mountaintopmedia.com. Well, let's see what today's trivia question is. What king slew the Gibeonites, breaking his promise of peace to them and angering God? What king slew the Gibeonites, breaking his promise of peace to them and angering God? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. It's done. Yesterday's trivia question was this, and it was, um, let me get the right card here. Um, to whom did Jesus say, go ye and sin no more? And out of those that participated, it looks like 100% of you got it correct with the correct answer. The woman accused of adultery. So, yes, 100% of you got it correct. And uh, you can get today's correct. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link, and it'll take you where you need to go. What king slew the Gibeonites, breaking his promise of peace to them and angering God? There you go. Yeah. So let's see if we can't do this now. This is uh, something we like to throw in here. We uh, told the executive director of the Commonwealth Policy Center that we would do these little one-minute segments on the program. So here we go with the Commonwealth Minute. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. 
A new bill in the U.S. House of Representatives aims to help relieve our nation's student loan debt crisis, which is moving towards an accumulated $2 trillion. The College Cost Reduction Act would limit the amount of money undergraduate students can borrow to $50,000. It sets up clear repayment plans for students and strictly regulates any loan forgiveness plans by the federal government. One expert called this bill the largest serious and comprehensive higher education reform package in decades. The bill is timely because too many college grads are burdened by overwhelming debt. And just as the federal government has made easy loans and massive debt to students possible, they're now finally getting serious about helping to protect these students from such massive debt in the first place. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. Well, that is the uh, Commonwealth Policy Center, the Commonwealth Minute, and uh, attempts to help students maybe not go into debt so much. But then, of course, you, you weigh on one hand. If you keep people from going in debt, will they get their education? Will they be able to, uh, you know, uh, continue their studies. So it's a, it's a, a pro con situation. You just got to weigh it out, but uh, I can understand. Certainly you turn an 18 year old loose and, uh, tell them that they're going to borrow 50,000 a year for the next four years. And then when they graduate, they're in debt, $200,000. Yeah, that's, that's a bad thing, but, uh, you know, uh, the, they are, they ought to look at lowering the cost of education, not lowering the ability for students to get an education. That's me. I'm not a politician. Well, it is time for us to take our 30-second break, and we should look at it in such a way that we're going to have a great time here in just a few minutes because we're going to study the Word of the Lord. So don't touch that any key. Don't go anywhere. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. 
We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily ICAST, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily ICAST. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. I'm Richard D. McKinney, pastor of Cornerstone Apostolic Church and Pipeful Apostolic Church and host of CAC Daily ICAST. Let's jump right in and see if we can't just start our study this morning as we look in the book of Revelation. We're in chapter number 19, and we're going to begin at verse number three. And again, they said, Alleluia, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the and the four beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen, Alleluia. And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Now I want to, um, well, let's read one more verse here. Um, And it just simply says this, let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come and his wife hath made herself ready. Well, this is going to be uh, lesson number 1,149 of our study through the word. And we are going to be studying about the marriage supper of the lamb. So, Uh, Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we uh, study this event that unfolded right before John. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence and we're thankful, Lord, that you have blessed us to be gathered here today to utilize this platform to teach your word. I pray that you would bless us, that we would be able to expound your word rightly and rightly divide the word of truth. And Lord, we ask that you would just bless us, Lord, that if we make any misquote or misrepresentation, you correct us and help us to make it right because we want to teach your word in truth, line upon line and precept upon precept. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Looking at uh, uh, you know the unfolding of uh, the downfall, if you will, and the total destruction of this political system and this uh this um, economic system and this religious system, but uh, particularly the religious system. Remember, this uh, false prophet and and the religion that is set up is going to be this influential, rich, uh, you know, in maybe in in Old Testament times, uh, you read of God's people uh, having. Uh, plenty of money, some some were kings, some were rulers, 
Um, and then you had, uh, you know, the, the tabernacle, which was a very uh, expensive uh, investment uh, to honor God, of course. Um, but, you know, when you get to the New Testament, it seems like everything kind of changes. It just seems like that instead of, uh, you know, a, a tabernacle uh, with all of the uh, gold and all of the things it represented, now it was more of looking away from things that are appealing to the eyes and the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. Uh, and now it's shifted to looking to Jesus. And if you look at all of the uh, disciples, uh, some of them were rich, some of them were poor. I mean, many of the ministers were so poor, they just lived from from house to house, from table to table, from city to city. But uh, looking at that, we see that um, uh, the reason I, I wanted to bring all that in is that we see all of this splendor now in heaven. So our goal is to make heaven because, number one, Jesus is there, and all of the things that man really looks at as being important, like gold and silver and pearls and all of these things, uh, you look at the golden streets, uh, gates of pearl, walls of jasper, uh, you look at all those things uh, that is, is in, in um, the city. So looking at that, I wanted to just kind of throw that in to, to let us know uh, we're not all about, uh, you know, trying to have uh, the biggest church or the finest building. We should be after souls, looking for people who need to know who Jesus is. And once they know who Jesus is, help them to accept him and serve him and, and to grow so that they in turn can go and win people to Jesus. That is um, the plan of God, is that you and me that are saved, we go out and try to win others. We go out and try our best to get others to come to church. We try to get others to be saved. We try to get others to be a part of the kingdom of God. And uh, so that's our job, if you will. So I wanted to uh, kind of just throw that in there to give us a little understanding of how things have uh, refocused, if you will, uh, that uh, there's uh, a lot of people that are focused on a, a church size or a church building or uh, something like that, or who goes to that church. But we need to be focused on Jesus because once again, Revelation is uh, that uh, book that, yeah, it tells us future events and other things, but Revelation reveals Jesus Christ to us, the revelation of Jesus Christ. So let's just jump right back up to verse number three. And uh, of course, we talked about this yesterday, and we talked about how that uh, it was a, um, a time when you hear this word, alleluia, uh, instead of hallelujah, alleluia is the Greek form of the word hallelujah. And if you break hallelujah down, it is halil, which means praise, and you, which is you, ye, and yah, J, 
J-A-H, which means the Lord. So praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Well, isn't that what is being said here? The call is made, the cry is made, saying, Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. You see, heaven is full of the praise of the Lord. So we have to have praise in our heart. We have to have worship in our heart. We have to have praise on our lips. We have to have praise with a hand clap, praise with their voice. Praise ye the Lord. So next time you hear somebody shout hallelujah, they're actually saying in the Hebrew and and in the in the Greek it would be hallelujah, but in the Hebrew it's hallelujah, and they're saying praise ye the Lord. So the next time you hear hallelujah, remember what it means. And then we see that uh, it is just talking about God bringing judgment upon the harlot church, the false church, uh, the false teaching, and all that was going on, misleading people, drawing people away from truth, and uh, that is going on in our day today, but judgment's coming. You just keep following Jesus. You just keep on that straight and narrow path that leads to life, and you'll be all right. And keep shouting hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. So um, one of the things that uh, began to happen is the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen. Now, Amen means so be it, let it be. Um, And then there's that word, Greek word, Alleluia, which comes from the Hebrew, which means praise ye the Lord. So um, looking at this, the false church uh, has been judged. Uh, It has been uh, brought down. It no longer has influence. It no longer has power. Uh, It no longer has uh, people deceived. It has been destroyed, showing that the Lord has all power, and we are to serve him. Anything that looks powerful today and, and has not got Jesus leading it, beware of it. I'd like to say that again. Anything that looks powerful today but doesn't have Jesus leading it and it's not all about Jesus, beware of it. Because if it's true religion, Jesus will be at the center of it. If it's true religion, not only will Jesus be in the center, but God's people will be reaching out to the lost, the hurting, the backslider, the poor, all of those in need, trying to minister to people so they can serve Jesus. With that said, the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fall down and worship God, saying, uh, God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. This is, this is the call for everyone to praise the Lord. Every servant, everyone that fears him, small, great, doesn't matter, rich, poor, 
bond, free, doesn't matter. In heaven, there'll be no bondage. But here the call is everybody worship the Lord. Everybody say hallelujah. Everybody focus on Jesus. That is the scene unfolding here right before um, the uh, the eyes of uh of of the man of God. You know, uh when when John began to see all these things, he was writing these things in in the uh manner in which his day understood. So when we hear something like chariots, we know that uh it's not going to uh, revert back to uh chariots of John's day. It's talking about other ways. How do we get around today? Automobiles. How do we uh, get from vast places to uh, long-distance places? Uh, we do it through uh, jet travel and all that, uh, flaming chariots, uh, you know, things like that. And, and uh, transportation is different now than it was when John saw it. So that's why we have to take all this into account when you see these uh, symbolic types and shadows, uh, these things, we have to gather it in and say, okay, we understand that this is talking to us uh, in a manner that uh, that we can relate to today, even though it may be talking in the language or the setting, uh, maybe I should say, or background of John, because John is writing what he's seeing. Now, looking at this also, we see that, and I'll bring this up on the split screen. I heard as it was the voice of a great multitude and as the voice of many waters and as the voice of mighty thunderings. Notice notice that I don't know if you've ever been in a big crowd. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, a uh, hundred people. I'm not talking about a thousand people. If you've ever been in a place where there's, 30,000 people, or there's uh, 50,000 people, uh, when they begin to uh, clap their hands, stomp their feet, or uh, begin to yell, and, you know, I often think of stadiums that are uh, full of of, uh, of fans of whatever sports going on coming up, uh, I guess uh, next month is going to be the Super Bowl, and, and it's going to be packed out with thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And, uh, you know, when they begin to scream, the roar of it, the roar of it uh, might sound like thunder. The roar of it uh, might sound like many waters. Uh, and that's why you can look at this and understand that when uh, the call was, everybody praise the Lord, it became a noisy place. It became a roaring place. They're not cheering for their favorite team. They're not cheering for some sports star. They're cheering Jesus. They're praising Jesus. They're honoring Jesus. I wonder sometimes when we come to the house of God and and the preacher gets up or the speaker gets up or the singers get up and, and we begin to say, let's praise the Lord. And we just kind of, yeah, okay. Why not praise ye the Lord? Give a hallelujah. 
give a praise, a mighty roar. Because after all, should not we be imitating what's happening in heaven? Shouldn't we be praising the Lord? Shouldn't we be worshiping him? Shouldn't we be lifting him up? Shouldn't we be focused on him and nothing else? I think of that, and I heard it, as it were, the voice of great a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters. Have you ever been to Niagara Falls? If you've ever been to Niagara Falls, or if you've ever been to a waterfall uh, that has any uh, amount of um, water coming over the fall, it is a noisy place. You go to uh, Niagara Falls, and the roar of the falls is, is something. You know, you take and pour a cup of coffee, and it has a sound to it. You take and get a glass of water out of the faucet, it has a sound to it. But when you have all of that water falling over the Niagara Falls, it is a roar. It is a roar. And uh, uh, I heard it as, as it was the voice of a great multitude and the voice of many waters. Sounds to me like there's some noise going on in heaven. That's right. Oh, we ought to lift up our voice right now and shout hallelujah. We ought to right now just raise our hands and say hallelujah because our focus is on Jesus. And as the voice of mighty thunderings, have you ever uh, been in a thunderstorm and and uh, be at home and all of a sudden everything's just kind of real quiet and all of a sudden a big old clap of thunder happens that rattles the windows. I mean, I've had it actually rattle the windows and, and, and you could feel it vibrating in the house because it would be like, and, and it would sometimes be a clap of thunder. And, uh, so when you hear this voice and hear it's a many waters, it's, it's, it's the mighty thunderings. It's the voice of, that is just uh, like a great multitude. And uh, what, are, what are they doing? They're saying all one thing. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. That's what they're saying. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. The Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Maybe that'd be a good uh, greeting for all of us to greet one another with. Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Oh, you don't have to guess who reigns when you talk about the one who has all power. You don't have to guess who reigns when you know the one that is able to know all things. The one that was able to bring down a religious system that the world thought could not be touched. You know, we hear this word all the time that some people think they're above the law and can't be touched. Well, that's kind of what was going on here. This religious system thought it couldn't be touched. The economic system thought it couldn't be brought down. The political system thought it had all the power wrapped up and nobody could overthrow it. But then here comes the omnipotent one. 
Here comes the one that has all power. No wonder the roar begins to happen. No wonder the voice of many waters is heard. No wonder there is a a praise going on, a great multitude, the voice of many waters and the voice of mighty thundering saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come and his wife hath made herself ready. Who is this wife? It's the church. That's who it is. Uh, You know, uh, God judged the harlot church. Uh, He's reigning. Uh, He's demonstrating that no, uh, nothing is greater than him. All of this praise erupts. And it sounds like the voice of many waters, the voice of thunderings. It's a great multitude that is lifting up. It is the church. Yes, it's the church and all of heaven beginning to praise the Lord with all their voice and all their might. Oh, I would like to say, and and I know we didn't get too much into uh, the the bride uh, and the bridegroom and the marriage supper of the Lamb, but we'll jump in that tomorrow, Lord's will. But I thought about this, and I thought how this scene is a a scene of gladness, happiness, um, rejoicing, jubilation. It's a voice of, of and a scene, if you will, of everybody coming together to give honor unto the Lord. And that's what we need to do when we come together to the house of God. We need to come together to give honor unto the Lord. Every voice should be united. If there's 50 people or 500 people, you ought to unite in your voice together. And when the preacher says, let's praise the Lord, they should not be a yes or amen. They should be a roar erupt. That's right, a roar erupt. Because after all, many waters is a roar Mighty thunderings is a roar and the voice of a multitude together is a roar. Oh, what a scene it's going to be. What a scene it's going to unfold when we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb and we see that everything that the devil threw to try to overthrow has been brought down and only one will be standing as ruler, omnipotent, Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to close with that today because uh, I know that um, as we uh, try to keep this about 20 minutes, uh, we want to always Uh, make sure that we don't uh, get people into the place where they get bored, walk away, especially in Revelation. There's so many things we have to look at. But today, as I studied this with you, I get that we should come together 
and make a noise unto the Lord. It might be a roar as the sound of many waters. It might be the roar as thunder. You might clap your hands, lift your voice, say hallelujah. Or if you want to say it in the Greek, hallelujah. But it means praise ye the Lord. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we close today. Lord, I thank you for the study today. I pray, Lord, that what we have received of your word and what we have taught in your word has been truth. I pray, Lord, that if we have misrepresented, misguided your word in any way, forgive us. And help us, Lord, that we'll always do what brings honor to you. Lord, I pray that you would touch each and every one, that now our view of coming to church, our view of serving you, our view of gathering together with your people is more than just gathering and sitting. We're now going to lift our voice and make a sound as many waters, make a sound as mighty thundering, make the sound of a multitude. And Lord, help us to always do that, not once, not twice, not just every now and then, but every time we gather together to honor you. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed the teaching session. Boy, this is a this is a um, mighty scene that is unfolding. Uh, you know, uh, looking at uh, the power of the Lord, the might of the Lord that can bring down uh, kingdoms. Remember. God allows kingdoms and he sets kingdoms up and he pulls kingdoms down. Uh, he's the one that uh, begins to just let everything, uh, you know, uh, rise and he can snap his, if you want to just use my terminology, uh, snap his finger or with the blast of his nostrils, he can remove it all. It will all be gone. So serve the one that has all power. Serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Amen. Well, uh, we do have our trivia question up and running. And of course, our trivia question is uh, this. Our trivia question is, What king slew the Gibeonites, breaking his promise of peace to them and angering God? Well, all you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Day, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day because we are happy. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.